All right, gentlemen, it's been a little break. Had a little holiday. 2020 is in the past. We made it. How's everyone doing? Our Finally, feeling, we are out of I 2020. Feel, I feel the sweet release of death concerning the past couple of days. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk more about that in a minute. Zach, how are you doing today, big guy? I'm doing fine. All right, all right. We got a lot to talk about. Obviously, a little two two week break. Uh, NFL playoffs, World Juniors, NBA's in full swing. Um, so let's start off with the NFL. The wild card week. The wild wild card weekend is set. Um, I mean. Do you guys just want to dive into the end of week 17 or end off on 16? Uh, I just want to – I want to issue a congratulations to everyone who had Alvin Kamara in their fantasy playoffs. (laughs) Congratulations, guys. Congratulations on the free win. It feels like that was – it's been that long, huh? Six touchdowns against – The Vikings. Vikings, yeah. You would have had seven, but the the Saints needed to justify Mormon Tebow's uh, paycheck for a week. Seems that, legit. That was the Christmas Day game, if I'm right. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it was Christmas yeah, Day so, game. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to say what week 16, or do you want to go right to week 17 for all the uh, behind the commodity? We just do 17 and then kind of preview the playoffs. Yeah. So yes. I'll start us off. Let's see. We got the Patriots versus the Butt Fumble Association of New York. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was weird to watch the Patriots and Jets play when they're both under 500. Normally, it's just one way. Yeah, but, but at least the Patriots got the job done. You know, and I, you know, hey, us, you know what? I will say about this season for the Patriots now. They did better than I thought they were gonna. With you know Brady gone, I thought they were gonna go five and eleven. Honestly, yeah. I'm a little bit disappointed because is is it because the Jets had nothing to play for. They were locked into the. Uh, second overall pick going into that. But, but uh, if we, if we lost that uh, game, we could have potentially uh, improved our, our draft position. But uh, of course, but uh, at the same time, we kind of do have to uh, exercise our older brother uh, complex on the, uh, on the New York jets. So, uh, yeah, and this is also the final game of Cam Newton's time in New England, as it was revealed that he will not be re-signing. It is all. It was also the last game of uh, of Adam Gase's tenure in uh, in New York, and and every single Jets fan Everyone saw is that coming. celebrating. <laughs> Everyone saw that coming. Come on now. Yeah. I'm I'm honestly surprised that uh, uh, they didn't and say screw it, Adam. We we trust we trust you after. Uh, leading us uh, to seven and nine in the year prior. I'll give but you one more year. But we had the first of all pick. You screwed it up. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. So let's stick with New York and let's see. We got the Derp facing off against them Cowboys. That game was closer and probably sloppier than expected. Yeah, but that game would not matter because the Washington. Yeah, the Sunday game... night result. Can I just say? Uh, who was that um, defensive lineman for Philly that tackled Alex Smith and targeted his right leg um, after the whistle was blown? I, after the I only like watched like I think the second half. Yeah, no, that was in the fourth quarter with about two minutes left. This is um, the first play after the two minute warning. I I don't remember that play. Yeah, because like, they, they were about to play off the ball for the two minute warning. 
then what happened there was guy went outside, but he kept going and he tackled Alex Smith with that um, troubled right leg. So you bench all your starters and you still try and (laughs) and kill Alex Smith. There's a lot uh, to talk about between those two teams, obviously. Oh my God, Doug Peterson's awful coaching. As working his way out, Carson Wentz on his way out, and Dwayne Haskins, who is already kicked out of the door. Um, Yeehaw. Dwayne Haskins was the first player ever. I think I saw a stat that didn't last the first two seasons as a first-round pick with his team that drafted him, so that's just crazy. I bet you he goes to the CFL and probably goes to the Edmonton Eskimos or something. Me. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. I'm sorry. The Edmonton football team. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's very – I mean, do you got, let's talk about Doug Peterson. I mean, obviously, he's lost control of that locker room for weeks now, and everyone on that team was pissed that he took out her. And that came to a head this week. That definitely came to a head. Like, okay. Okay. We just, just asked you something, Peterson. What in the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like, like Nate Sudfeld, our season's over. It's like, what are you doing? You feeling hurts. You could have given a chance to you know beat the football team and tell them to screw off, but nope, you just decided to put in Nathan Sudfeld, who we've never heard of. Yeah, I mean, Hurts literally brought them down the field and scored and then was taken out. So, like, what else do you want him to do? (laughs) uh, Actually, have some common sense. Truly ridiculous. Doug, yeah. do you want a job? I know. <laughs> yeah, like let's talk about – but we need, to, we need to do a celebration, my friends, because this next game, we could finally say, the Cleveland Browns are playoff yes. bound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. For uh, the first time in 18 years. I'll drink I mean, to that. Pretty good that they beat the uh, – Steelers. Ben, ben Roethlisberger Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger less Steelers. Um, yeah. I mean, still, I mean, I'm surprised Pittsburgh still even stayed in that game for as long as they did. But yeah, I'm good. shocked. I'm shocked that Cleveland won it considering how close they got towards the end of that game. Exactly. I'm also, I'm also, what, we're getting a recap of that next week. It's also kind of uh, scary how uh, close that game was, but it also was kind of uh, understandable because. As the Browns were actually down on quite a few of their er, starting yeah. in secondary. Denzel yeah. Ward and Andrew COVID. Sandejo. Uh, uh, once it because of COVID. Yep. Sue was off some of their starters as well. But that, so, was, but that was partially because of benching their starters. Well, yeah, because, you know, Big Ben. Mm-hmm. They also, and, uh, the Cleveland head coach got tested positive yesterday, I think. Yeah, for it was him. It was two other members of the coaching staff and two players. They're all out, and they're. I believe they were doing the uh, <laughs> close contact and tracing stuff. Yeah, it's just like the most Browns thing ever. You finally get this far, and you're not yeah. gonna have your head coach. Same with Ohio. Can we just talk about the Ravens and their record 404 rushing yards against the uh, the Bungles here? The Bungles. The Bungles. Bungles gonna bungle. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they'll bungle away every hoping dream of every Bungle yeah. fan in the history of Bungles. That game was really close, huh? 38-3? to 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a real nail-biter all, all 60 minutes. All right. You want to talk about a nail-biter? Yeah, you want to talk about a nail-biter? But that was kind of expected, though, too. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah, that, I mean, come on, really. The, the Bengals really have any chance against Ravens. Really you also- now. 
Also, you want to talk a nail biter? Yeah. What about a nail biter? How about we go to Buffalo? Exactly what I was going to say. The <laughs> wait, wait, I'm sorry, not the Dolphins. May I present to you, gentlemen, the Dolphins. Yeah, right. I mean, you lose. Six, don't, make, don't make the playoffs. It sucks because, like, once again, COVID kind of screwed them over because Patrick couldn't even play and they had to go with Tua. But, I mean, it was very tough. And, I mean, I think the Bills are the only team that can really knock off the Chiefs in the AFC. I think they're rolling right now. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they, oh, I don't know. It, it the Bills are just so It definitely feels like the Bills are, uh, are just uh, getting back at the entire – AFC East for 25 years of uh, of boying. Like, hey, you haven't uh, you haven't done anything since that last Super Bowl, oh, idiot. <laughs> They're like, no, we're we're taking this. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I I I actually did not um, want the Dolphins to make the playoffs, so um, I'm glad what? that Buffalo went. Oh. Miami yeah. missed. Because you know the Wolfins got a Wolfin. I mean, I didn't know Diggs would be so huge for them this year. I mean, even yeah. with, even with I, no TAs and stuff, he looked like he's been there for like two years at least. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I saw this. Uh, I saw this thing, thing that said that Diggs was the Diggs is the first receiver in NFL history to uh, be traded to a new team um, in an off season and then with his new team. Team lead the league in receiving yeah. yeah, yeah. He was also the first Buffalo Bills player to lead the league in receiving yards too. Really? Took him that long? Yeah. Like, I'm surprised like Andre <laughs> Reed didn't do it or something. Yeah. So a game that was closer than it should have been, Vikings Lions. That was a lot closer than it should have been. How do you give yeah. up 35 points to the Lions? And Matt's impossibly Matt Stafford's last game as a Lion. I feel so bad for Stafford. I hope he comes to the Patriots. But anyway, um, the you hope every quarterback comes to the Patriots. I swear. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather yeah. have Garoppolo. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah bring, bring back Garoppolo. Is it the three quarterbacks that I would love in New England? The three quarterbacks that I would love to have in New England? Justin, uh, Zach Wilson, uh, Justin Fields, Trace McSorley. I know Trace you want Trace McSorley because the that name. Yeah. Of uh, Justin Jefferson had the most reception yards by a rookie in the Super Bowl era with 1,400. So I mean, which is really good. I'm shocked. Like, he did really well for Diggs. So I mean, clearly they have a long run at receiver. I mean, it was crazy to me that that Vikings offense with all the names on it finished below 500. I just think that's crazy to me. Well, I mean, they they did also lose Anthony Barr and. Uh, and uh, Daniel Hunter uh, yeah. to injury. There was, there was like that stretch where they won like five out of six or something like that. So I mean, they did also lose. Uh, they did also lose. Uh, Xavier Rhodes to to free agency. Yeah, exactly. So we're gonna stay in that. We're gonna move to the NFC least. You have the Cowboys complaining about the. Already, we already talked about that, didn't we? Yeah, no, yeah, we, we did. Oh, bri- oh, briefly, but we can take more in depth of it. I just was going to mention how the Giants just how they complained about Doug Peterson taking out Hurts when they were complaining about getting into the playoffs at six and ten. You know, <laughs> well, well, I mean, it's a it's a derp. What do you expect? Like you're six and ten, you shouldn't be six and ten and have to worry about other teams. You, you know, shouldn't like, even be in the playoffs. You know, I mean. Yeah. 
I don't blame I don't blame them for for being mad that they lost out on a playoff spot in a really weak division. But at the same time, Judge, it's not Doug Peterson's job to make sure you make it into the playoffs. It's yeah, Doug Peterson's cool. job to the fortress of suckitude, ladies. Yeah, and it's Peterson's job to make sure the Eagles win. No, it's Doug Peterson's job to make to make boneheaded play calls that make us this question why he's still a head coach in the NFL. Logic, man. Logic. That's all I'm going to say on that one. But yeah. let's talk about defying logic. The I'm Falcons. Just happy we don't have to talk about that division anymore. The Falcons <laughs> yeah. once again <laughs> Falcons got a Falcon. Yeah, so the Bucks first time with 11 wins since 2005. Brady that was because they got Brady and freaking yeah. Gronk. The and AB. Yeah, yeah, so looks legit again, and that's just somehow he has not gotten kicked off the team yet. Yeah, exactly. I'm I like, somehow. somehow. Yeah. I'm like, give it a week till they go to Miami for the Super Bowl. He'll be gone. But even after no, the. Uh, no, no, they're going to Tampa Bay for the Super Bowl. This yeah, season. they're staying at home. Oh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, Miami's yeah. the. Oh, I want to know has a team ever. Hosted a Super Bowl on their home turf before. No. I know uh, the Niners, when they went to a Super Bowl back, like way back when, they played at Stanford. No, that was the that was the closest that's the closest anybody to ever got to. Can get. That's the closest home field advantage you can get. Yeah. Like, Nobody's ever imagine had the Bucks home field were to actually make the Super Bowl in their home field. I mean, it's possible, but it's uh, but uh, I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen either. So... I mean, they're kind of getting hot at the right time, so. Yeah, plus, I mean, the Buccaneers have an easy opponent next week. Yeah, we'll get into that after week 17. So, we're going to move into the NFC West. Um, Cardinals and Rams. The Rams scored I am un- points. What is I am unhappy. Go ahead, go ahead, Jocelyn. Take the floor. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I just can't believe Kyler Murray got – I mean – they gave up 18 points to uh, who? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Once again, who? Yeah. But, um, yeah. but yeah, so the, what, the, what the Cardinals lost, it means bye-bye Cardinals. And it means hello playoffs yeah. for the Rams. And the next team we're going to talk about, the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The okay, Bears what's, what's, what's going on with this game? 35-16, Green Bay gets home field advantage. I mean, number one city, NFC. And Chicago looked like crap. But yet, hey, Chicago, you played like dog crap this year. Here's a playoff berth. Yeah, it's all Congratulations, Jesse. You and I get to commiserate in... Yeah, and having right. teams we both think are frauds Bears, in the playoffs. The Bears and the Rams were both just like, oh. Like I can't. I hope they play each other. Honestly, <laughs> that would be the yeah. perfect uh, yes. ending to ending to both of their uh, seasons. Yeah. Now exactly. let's take our analyzation. Smart and what's head to Duval. Well, actually, not Duval, but rather a glue factory in Indianapolis, Indiana. The Colts, oh yes. Um, the Colts. Uh, I don't know who the heck Jade Taylor is, but yeah, they want to get in 253 just, rushing yards, uh, which is now a new Colts record. The stud from Wisconsin, they got. Oh, okay. 
yeah, he did. Apparently, he did really well and helped the Colts to a victory over. He's, I mean, Jacksonville. I mean, I'm that one. I'm not surprised because you know, Saxonville. Honestly, yeah. uh, honestly, Jonathan Taylor has has quietly made him uh, himself a really good candidate for offensive rookie of the year. Like I'd yeah. put him. I'd honestly put him with that, uh, that can, that can, with the. There's a lot of players that you can put at that at the top of that list. You got Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. I don't think Jonathan Joe Burrow. Taylor. Burrow Justin, was honestly Burrow was uh, Burrow was good, but he didn't. But he definitely didn't. He play was close to the rookie record, but you know the case of the let the case of the quarterbacking leg, and uh, and the uh, uh, the case of Carson Palmer, but uh, yeah, as uh, well. Like you got like again, like this year was a great year for rookies. Like I said, Justin you Herbert, Jefferson, you, the, got, you got yeah. Herbert, you got Taylor, and hell, Justin Jefferson. And hell, yeah, and hell, maybe you might even see the first first, first offensive tackle see the. Uh, get the uh, get offensive rookie of the year because is yeah. honestly one of the one of the few shining bright spots of that uh, of that terrible terrible Jets team was their uh, was their eleventh overall pick Mackay Becton. Yeah, but speaking of Justin Herbert, can we just uh, question our lives for a minute and think how did the Chargers beat the Chiefs? The chief uh, the Chiefs are. Uh, the I mean, yeah, they wasn't they- their starters, but. It's the goddamn Chiefs. The uh, uh what is it? Uh, the Bucks get uh, hot at the right times. The, the uh, and the Chiefs get cold at the right uh, at the uh, at the complete wrong times. So no fifteen and one, but instead we're stuck with fourteen and two. Last time yeah. someone went fourteen and, and two, they lost to the Titans in the divisional round. Yeah, you just asked Baltimore how that went. We'll get to that in a little bit. We'll get so, to the Titans in a bit. Speaking of the Titans, let's just talk about the uh, what's uh, like real quick about that Titans Texans game. I want to talk about the ending of that one real quick. Guy, what do you do? You go kick a field. You go to kick a field goal. You hit the post like Cody Parkey, but oh, unlike Cody Parkey, you actually get lucky and it goes through. Congratulations, sir. You just helped your team clinch the AFC South. And and, and inadvertently just helped Miami get the third overall pick. All right, Vrabel. It was was crazy because they didn't have Gostowski because he has COVID. So that was some, like, backup kicker that they had. That was, like, the craziest bounce I've seen. Wait, Steven Gostowski had COVID? Yeah, their their whole special teams unit. Yeah, that would that be. So they had it. to bring in Sam Sloman, a uh, a kick, a rookie kicker who was is originally on the freaking Rams, <laughs> and then <laughs> clearly also uh, also let's uh, let's break out the noisemakers again, cause uh, uh congratulations, Derek Henry, you have bulldozed your way to uh, to being the eighth player in NFL history to. Uh, rack up 2,000 rushing yards in a single season, and unfortunately, you're probably still gonna you're probably gonna end up in third in third in, in MVP voting. Yeah, be like, yeah, which is crazy. I mean, yeah, Henry's been unreal for them. I mean, we also had Raiders Broncos. Something really to touch on there. The Raiders got the win. They're both not making the playoffs. Saints took care of business against the, against the Panthers, and then. Without any running backs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, without any running backs. Uh, the Packers got the home field advantage uh, in the one seed. 
NFC as they beat the Bears pretty handily. Um, so, I mean, that was a pretty solid Week 17. A lot of guys sitting, obviously, getting ready for the big uh, playoffs. I mean, the last game that I don't think we touched on was uh, the Seahawks and Niners. Uh, Metcalf with the most receiving yards in the season in Seattle history. Sorry, uh, Largent. <laughs> Yeah, right, Steve Largent, the GOAT. Uh, they beat him yeah. by 20-23. So that was pretty solid. Pretty good. I mean, let's just give props to the NFL before the playoffs even started to cancel anything. Just yeah, no, I'm game. shocked they actually made it for the whole regular season. I'm still kind of confused as to why uh, some ga- as to why some teams had to uh, had to play their uh, – like, I'm still confused as to – uh, why the Broncos had to play at the same exact time slot and uh, and start Kendall Hinton, whereas uh, whereas the uh, whereas yeah. uh, other teams had to uh, got to have their entire uh, games delayed until yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. Um, what games we not cover yet? Did we cover? I think we covered all of them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go. Oh, so preview, uh, the, wild. the wild card. Here we go. Um, you so what's what's got the the uh, predictions? So with, uh, the Colts take out on the Bills. Uh, yeah, Bills are going to have fans at uh, Bills Mafia is going to be allowed in that stadium. That's the early game. Yeah, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> I saw this funny tweet. Uh, I think it was yesterday of like the Bills Mafia out of Kazakhstan. <laughs> talking about like yeah, trash talking yeah, to dolphins. I'm pretty happy for their fans, honestly. Yeah, I, I also, bet you the I bet you the head of that fan club was Borat. I would also love to uh, to point out that there is actually a oh, billboard uh, on route. Uh, there is a billboard on Route One, and oh, coming yeah, saw that. Uh, coming to the uh, coming from the uh the casino uh, to Gillette Stadium that um and that says is thank you Bills Mafia for being, being the best fans. And in the NFL, yeah, that was like Fox, that was Fox Sports, wasn't it? They did that. Yeah, that was Fox Sports putting up a Bills, uh, a Bills yeah. thing right near Gillette Stadium. Yeah, they got to like pay like they wanted it too. So I mean, that's pretty funny. Yeah, so they got that one. So who do you got? Who do you guys got for Bills Colts? I think uh, I think the Bills. Bills are gonna win that one. I think Bills. I'm gonna go Bills by a score. I think the Colts stay in it though, because Rivers, he knows this could be his last game. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, moving on to the later games or the oh, middle wait, games. Johnson uh, never made her prediction. Glad. <laughs> hmm? You know, did you make a prediction on that game? Yeah, I said. Uh, I said. Uh, I think the. Yeah, I think we all picked. Oh, Bills. Okay. Oh, uh, sorry. All right. So now Rams Seahawks and what should be a really good game. I got Rams by I got Rams by three. You make I got me Seahawks. sick. I got Seahawks. I got Seahawks. I got six. I got I got Seahawks by seven. Oh, let's go. So now let's talk about logic. Let's talk about NFL logic, children. Today we got the Buccaneers that are the fifth seed at eleven and five versus the Washington Redskins yeah, right. at seven and nine as the fourth seed. Yeah. Can we Tom, talk about how a team that's seven and nine has home field advantage over a team that's eleven and five? Can we also talk about how oh, pretty much every single uh, how, if I'm not mistaken, every single uh, team that has had a lose uh, a losing or five hundred record going into the 
uh, going into the wild card game. Aim has the last always, time, the last time that happened, I believe, was the Seahawks in 2010, uh, I think. Wrong. No, no, that, was, the that, was the, that was the most famous one. The the, the Panthers won 7-8-1 in, in 2014 and, and beat the Cardinals in the division. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right. I forgot about that. My bad. But uh, it would be... It would be really hilarious if, yeah, if so, I mean, Brady were to lose this. It's gonna be a Buccaneers with. win, but if the if the football team actually pulls this off, I'm gonna be sitting on the couch over there, gonna be laughing my butt off, and just wondering <laughs> where the hell the Buccaneers went wrong with their life choices. Possibly in, in encountering the uh, the Washington defense because that defense yeah. has been Chase scouted. Young has Chase Young has been really good this Chase season. Chase Young, Montez Sweat. Probably MSC defensive player second. of the year. Defensive rookie of the year for Chase for uh, Chase Young, definitely. I'm saying either Chase Young or Jeremy Chin. Every- yeah, okay. now for the Sunday games, the rematch of the AFC oh, division last year. Baltimore versus Tennessee. Absolutely love this first game. This time it's going to be in uh, Tennessee, unlike yeah. last year. Um, but um, I don't know, man. I think. Mm, I yeah, just to, off of where the tornado path went back in March. That game's, I think, the biggest toss-up, I think. That is, yeah, that's going to be... Yeah, I'm saying Titans. Of, I'm definitely saying Titans because Derrick Henry's going to roll over. I'm going Titans. And claim the, claim the kingdom of Nashville as his own. I'm going Ravens. I'm, uh, I think I might be... Uh, I'm conflicted. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's about it, a running back, man. Jackson it, versus Henry. Henry had the Henry. He got two thousand yards, and the Titans still managed to have a competent passing game. But uh, the Ravens also have a a really good mix between in a strong running and passing game. And also, honestly, Patrick. Honestly, if there's if there's one other player I'd put in for defensive rookie of the year, it's probably Patrick Queen. He he's been he's honestly been in pretty damn good all. Uh, all season long at middle linebacker. Oh yeah, but uh, I think I'm gonna go yeah, Titans so that on this game, one. That yeah. game's easily the biggest toss up. Uh, yeah. Bears Saints in New Orleans. Saints. If straight up Saints. If Camara is back, there's no way that uh, Chicago should win this one. There's no way Chicago's gonna win that one. I don't way. It's the eight and eight Bears versus the twelve and four Saints. We- when you have that much star power started against you, I mean, I mean really, who's a star on Chicago nowadays? You got, uh, like, you got, David, you got what? Roquan Smith on the offense? But yeah, you got Khalil Mack on the Roquan defense Smith with Danny Trevathan and Prince Roquan Smith Kamara, is on defense. But... David Montgomery is is probably the – David Montgomery and Allen Robinson are probably the, Khalil the biggest yeah, stars Mack, on that offense. Danny and Prince Amukamara. Somehow I pronounced that right, hopefully. I mean, I think we're all going to roll New Orleans here with this one. Yep. Yep. And the rematch of week 17, the Steelers versus the Browns. Not just just the rematch of week 17. The rematch of the last time the Browns were in the playoffs. Was was it actually? Yeah, the last time the Browns were in the playoffs was the 2002-2003 season, and they they gave up 11 – and they gave up a two-point – a two-score lead with five minutes left in the game, with the Steelers capping, with Tommy Maddox capping it off with a uh, by handing it off to 
the Steelers fullback, uh, Chris Fumatu Maafala, uh, in like the last 30 seconds of the game. Oh, boy. So, yeah, back even back then, Cleveland was Clevelanding. I want to pick Cleveland, but I mean, I'm going to say for the sake of it, because like this was another toss up because you got a Browns team that's become relevant again. And you got a Steelers team that's shown. I mean, they got cold towards this, basically towards the end of the season. They got cold. If the so this, this could be a battle of the the, the Browns getting hot at towards the end and the Steelers getting cold towards the end. So you have to play these cards right in, if, in this game, and I feel like the Browns are barely, I guess, going to squeak by with a win. If the Browns can, if the Browns can pick apart the uh, the defense and. Uh, and if if Denzel Ward and Andrew Sandejo are back, I have a feeling that this uh, that this uh, that this is going to go in, in favor favor of the Browns. Yeah. Because yeah, as man. as good as is as good as the uh, Pittsburgh offensive line in is is in in theory, it's kind of hard to to defend against. And Miles Garrett it, of uh, Olivier yeah, for Vernon one and murder Mason Rudolph in that game. Not not just for that, but <laughs> not just for that, but uh, he's also just, just in general been a really great uh, defensive end. And yeah. so I think I'm I'm gonna give this one to the Browns. So two Browns, Jesse. Browns, baby. Browns and Zach, you're going. I'm guessing with Steelers or Browns. Browns. Browns, you gotta. Browns for once, we have a majority for the Browns. What in the hell kind of world are we coming to here? The Twilight Man, Zone. Yes. We just uh, we need our predictions to be better than last week. So. Yeah. And we're back, fellas. Uh, hope your New Year's. You watched a little CFB, a little. Alabama throbbing of Notre Dame and then Ohio State taking care of business against Clemson after uh, losing them twice. Uh, I was having Alabama to beat Notre Dame there. Well, actually, the, the actual pronunciation for Notre Dame. Come on yeah. now. That's a pronunciation. And, uh, and yeah, they certainly looked like Quasimodo out on the, uh, out on the gridiron. But... They needed Rudy. But, uh... yeah. And what's it, Ohio State beating the finalists last year, Clemson? Yeah, they got beat by Clemson uh, in the semifinal, but they took care of them this year pretty handily. Uh, yeah. Justin Fields is stock. I mean, that guy's got a cannon. He outplayed Trevor Lawrence. I'm surprised Justin Fields was able to beat Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I'm shocked Justin at that revelation. Him. I mean, that is um, yeah. one thing that I cannot believe that, you know, I, I saw like, Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, you had – in that Alabama game, you had Devontae Smith, who uh, won the Heisman, first wide receiver yeah. since the 90s to win it. Uh, right. um, he's going to be – Was it the, only the third time a wide receiver's ever won that? First time since the 90s, I think. I don't know how many times yeah, I think I, I think, um, like, I look into it, I think it was Desmond Howard that yeah. won it in the 90s. Desmond Howard. Yeah, from Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, we, I believe uh, Jocelyn has some choice words for something. And our and our big 
big national final game is going to be. Who is it going to be? It's <laughs> Alabama versus Ohio State. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so Ohio State only plays six games, and they and they get the freaking three seat. Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina uh, go uh, uh, lose only you know, one game in each, and uh, and they don't even sniff the if the college football oh, playoffs. Yes, uh, if you yes, yes, and they all play. And both of them play, like, and both of them, I think, either lose only, like, one or two games off their schedule because of COVID or something like that. But uh, if if you want, the the college football playoffs are, are absolutely infuriating because is, yeah. It's just. It, it, it it's, always, it's always. It's always. I know like BYU should have gotten in at some capacity. It, BYU always, was dominant this year. It's always four teams. Yeah. It's. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, Ohio, why? it's Ohio why State, Alabama, teams? Clemson, would, and. Would Coastal Carolina even like. Be... I think they need to expand it, but I think if Coastal Carolina or Cincinnati played Clemson, it wouldn't even be close. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. I mean, I, that's, you know what? You know what if Bridgewater State was in the national football tournament? Yeehaw. <laughs> I mean, Let, I let's think, go, Bears. Uh, you have a bigger case for Texas A&M to make it in. They had more wins and only one loss, and it was bad, all great SEC wins. So, I mean, their uh, resume was definitely up to par, but oh yeah. So I mean, we'll I feel, talk about. I feel like the the playoff structure absolutely needs to be. It uh, needs to be changed. It needs to. Definitely. It needs think, to yeah. be expanded to eight teams and and no, also I'd say like sixteen, like at least sixteen, because you've got like a bunch of viable candidates there. Sixteen would also be uh, pretty good, but uh, also it's just tough because then you have to cut down the regular season. Yeah, that's also true. That even don't make the playoffs, and then you're going to have to come up with more bowl games. But anyway, uh, so you had Devontae Smith win the Heisman last night, killing secondaries all year. So, I mean, we're going to have a great college football – I mean, a solid (laughs) college football playoff final. It's legit. A predictable college playoff final. Yeah, Alabama wins every time. Come on now. So, that'll be – Monday, actually Ohio State won it the first year, but that's not my business. Yeah, but <laughs> well, I know. Yeah, yeah, because I know. Like, we get it, Jesse. You like Ohio Let's State. Move over to Tanner <laughs> and some sloppy puck. Go for it. All right, so you know I look at my reports. So I'm, you know, source of the NHL. Check him out on Instagram and Twitter at Puck Report NHL. Uh, who is actually aware of this podcast and actually enjoys it very much. So we'll get Thanks, started. Thanks, guys. So. It's actually one guy, but it's okay. Thanks, guy. <laughs> so let's start it off because we got a long list we got to go through today. So I got my sodas on standby. The first thing we need to talk about is a signing. Uh, the Predators sign, re-signing for Mikhail Granlin to a one-year deal worth $3.75 million. They acquired him in a trade with Minnesota that involved Kevin Fiala a few months ago. I don't know how long ago it was. Um, let me call it. Uh, let's see. Here in the uh, Coyotes traded Derek Stepan to the Ottawa Senators. I'll get to that in a little bit. 
Um, just some results from the World Juniors. And goaltender Mackenzie Blackwood re- from the Devils resigning with them on a three-year deal worth $2.8 million a year. But my question to that is, why? That's so young, why? He's like in his early 20s or early to mid-20s, and you get that. Okay. And then Alexander Volkov resigned with the Lightning one year, 700000 Um, Alexander Nylander out of Chicago will be um, out for four to six months due to a uh, surgery he underwent for a meniscus injury. Well, damn. Talk about uh, Kucherov. Oh, we'll get to that in a little bit. All right. um, the St. Louis Blues have a new captain. And this was made official from the last time that we did one of these. And that is Ryan O'Reilly officially being becoming the captain of the St. Louis Blues. Screw well, you, that, Buffalo! Well, that and basically it's the Blues management basically saying, hey, Tarasenko, take this. Because even though you've been here longer, we're going to go ahead and give it to Ryan O'Reilly. O'Reilly was kind of more like the probably that Stanley Cup team, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and then so, knows, I, mean, uh, I think that, that definitely what? had an effect on oh, it. Oh, definitely, yeah. You, you, can't, you can't exactly refuse captaincy to a, uh, to a Conn Smythe winner. Oh, no, you can't. That's, that's kind of disrespectful <laughs> to him. Yeah. Uh, also, Lightning also reciting uh, Matthew Joseph to a two-year deal worth $737,500 per year. Michael Frolik going to Lake and Adyen and for one year at $750,000. Not the last Canadian signing you'll see, you'll hear about on this podcast today. Um, also, as well, Eric Halla signing with Nashville, one year, 1.75. As well as um, Cal- the Hurricanes postponing the Stadium Series game, <clears throat> which I'll begin doing a little bit. Oh, baby. Right. The the Canucks hiring Jason King from Utica as an assistant coach, and Chris Higgins will be promoted to skills and development coach down there, I believe. I don't know. And we have the list of the season schedule, the season openers that will be taking place. Remember, the Battle of Alberta, we're getting 10 times this year, so get your popcorn. Popcorn is ready. And remember, uh, and I did find this out, because I asked him personally about this, and this is what he told me. And Zach, I believe you asked about this in regards to via conferences. When I asked him about that, he said there are no conferences. Instead, it'll be a semifinal. Like, what is it when they do it for the playoffs? Like, it's the, the, which would be the conference finals, yeah. which is now going to be a Stanley Cup semifinal in which the teams will be reseeded accordingly. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um. So, like, how many teams per division is gonna would make the playoffs? Four. Four per division. Four per division. Okay. Um. So let me just go through the list of the openers here. So, and like, if I re- if I repeat some, then I'm sorry. Um. For Calgary, their opener will be on Thursday, the 14th, against Winnipeg. Edmonton will open up on Wednesday the 13th against Vancouver. Lake Adrian will be opening up on uh, 13 janvier against Vancou- against uh, Toronto. 
the Senators will be opening up on Friday the 15th against Toronto. Wednesday the 13th for the first Montreal is for the Leafs. You know, and you don't know the rest from the North Division, so I won't even bother repeating it for you. Uh, the Ducks open up on the 14th against the Knights. The, the Yotes, the Coyotes will face off against the Sharks on the 14th. 13th as well, uh, Avalanche will take on the Blues. 14th of January, the the Minnesota Wild and the Los Angeles Kings will go at it. Central division-wise, uh, Carolina will open up on the, against Detroit on the 14th. Chicago open up against the, the defending champion, Tampa Bay Lightning, on the, thir- on the 13th. 14th, we'll see Jackets in Nashville. Thursday, the 14th, Dallas versus Florida. And in the East, the Bruins open up on the 14th against New Jersey. Thursday, the 14th as well, Buffalo will take on Washington. Thursday, the 14th, uh, the Islanders and Rangers will begin play. And Wednesday, the 13th, we get the Battle of Pennsylvania, Pens and Flyers. Oh, um, uh, good matchups there. Yeah, there is. So now getting on to the point, Jesse was just making Kucherov done for the season. Already, he's done. Then this is because of me, because he will be having hip surgery, and this is according to uh, Lightning General Manager Julian Brisbois. Yeah. The Buffalo Sabres signing Casey Middlestat to a one-year deal worth $874,125, which is the qualifying offer. Uh, Ryan Miller, the old guy, re-signing with Anaheim, one-year, one mil. Simple enough there. Uh, this is from the World Juniors. Kirby died. You know, he got injured, and and there was an arm injury. I believe that one to be confirmed as a broken arm or something. I that was a a fracture in his arm, but I don't know much more about that. Dawson Mercer signing an extra level deal with New Jersey. The Sharks placing for Daniel Tyken. On unconditional waivers for the purpose of contract termination, so he will be going to free agency. Sorelli, three years, four point eight million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That's kind of an overpay, but that's that's just me. On uh, the Lightning, will allow fans to attend games, and this is primarily going to be season ticket holders at the capacity of twenty three percent. All teams yeah. in Canada, yeah. all the provincial health. Advisories and all the provincial governments in Canada have given the go-ahead for to uh, play, to go ahead and go play. And um, they're they're talking about for the 2021 draft, which is set for the 23rd, 24th of July. This will be a normal in-arena draft, not a virtual draft, and the host city is not yet been uh, has not been named. Um, look around. I, I'm trying to find something here, but I yeah. forgot it. What about uh, Chara? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy. oh boy. We gotta talk about I'll, I'll, jump, I'll jump to that one real quick. I'll jump to it for y'all real quick. Oh no, Chara. I, got, I got some things I gotta say about that. Yeah, well, so let me kind of explain it. <laughs> so let me explain the process before I get to the actual part. So from what the reports have been saying, the reason Chara did not resign with Boston was at the fault of Don Sweeney and, you know, yeah, the Jets. Wicked limited role, wasn't he? Yeah, I'm not surprised. No, from what the reason was, 
they said the reasoning was because they wanted to go in a younger direction for their defensive core. And Shire was not a part of that equation because, you know, 40-something years old does not equate young. I just think uh, the fans see, like, how much he signed for, and they just think it's, like, a biggest kick in the nuts. <laughs> you know, like, like you're, gonna, you're only going to – you can't give less than a million dollars to your captain for the past 13 seasons. Whatever. I don't blame – I don't well, blame 14, Sweeney for. Right. So, I don't blame Sweeney for wanting a, being a younger, uh, defensive court. Uh, yeah, I'm just, cur- I'm just that curious in that. I'm just curious in that case why you would let Krug walk. Yeah, it's kind of like a lose-lose situation. I think he believes. Uh, the answer to that one because he's an idiot. That's all I got on that's, that one. Yeah, that's true. Krug is kind of. Uh, no, 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 not, not, oh. no, not crew, not crew, uh, oh, Sweeney. Sweeney. Yeah, Sweeney is absolutely an idiot. Oh, God, that's, that's what I would say. So we got uh, Chai again, one year, selling to 25000 to the Washington Capitals. He will wear number 33. <laughs> and I was, and, I, and I'm going to say this real quick. Like, for, for his final game, at least, just give him the seat. For, even if it's one game. Give him the C for that game. Hmm. Yeah. But that's my opinion, but like, just give him the, the C for one final game, like an, a, like the like the last game of the regular season. Just do that, at least to honor the guy. Now look, I love Zidane Chara. I I think he's a I think he was a fun guy to to watch. But if you look at his his last. At his last uh, season and a half, it looked it looked like he was absolutely getting slower and slower oh, to the yeah. point where he it to the point where he looked like a pylon, uh, like a pylon. <laughs> and I think I think now if we can if the Bruins can draft a uh, a uh, a pretty good defense and oh, yeah. and have our uh, but have our defensive core uh, center. Mostly around and uh, yeah. center around and Grizzlick and and McAvoy. I think I think we could possibly do better because I honestly I oh, think Grizzlick yeah. is better than and what people will say he is. Yeah. So other signings we got we got more news. Um, Slater Kekalek signing with the Oilers one year eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Coming out of Chicago, Carl Soderberg. You may remember him, Boston. Soderberg! He'll be going to Chicago one year, one mil. Can we have Soderberg back? Yeah. (laughs) The Coyotes signing former Leafs player Frederick Gauthier and former Canucks goaltender Zane McIntyre to pro trial to a PTO contract. Not the last one you'll see. But I want to talk about one of the junior games real quick. Uh, this is like back in the, in the preliminaries. Canada versus Germany. 16 to nothing or something? 16 to. Yeah. Saw that. I mean, it that was that was that was just that was just pure guard. That was like, what in the hell was even happening there? Uh, before we go in fully F2. on World Juniors, uh, I saw they put the ads on the helmets. Some teams yes, I was actually gonna get to that soon. Um, when I get to that, I will put you know on that situation because they're because I know more teams have come forward since then putting your brains in the helmet. I know the Bruins today they put TD Bank on theirs. Oh, did they as of today? Yeah, they tweeted it out today. 
Yeah, I, yeah, okay. Kinda would expect that. Yeah, exactly. So the trade for Dirk Stepan. Dirk Stepan will go to the Ottawa Senators. First, second round pick. Said that was what you will. But I don't know. And because you know the situation with Henrik Lundqvist, um, he's supposed to be having open heart surgery to correct that heart condition, so she will not be playing this season. Get better, Kane. The, the uh, Ottawa said the Washington Capitals have signed uh, goalie Craig Anderson to a PTO contract. And maybe with these PTO contracts that you're going to be seeing coming around, basically they're waiting for the start of the season to come closer so that way they can actually sign them to a contract because, you know, the cap situation. Went for, they're waiting for like, certain things to kick into effect. And that that's like the whole monetary process that I – that even I, an idiot, do not understand. Hmm. Uh, we got Marco Testu retiring from the retiring from playing professional hockey at 35, played 12 seasons. So best of luck on retirement to you. The uh, the Senators' third overall pick, Tim Stutzel, signing a three-year entry-level contract. And I saw a funny comment on this guy's on Puck Report's post that said, after the 16-2 loss, they knew he'd fit right into the system because Stutzel played on Team Germany in the World Juniors. <laughs> Didn't uh, Ryan Callahan also retire? He did, and that was because of the uh, back That's injury that kept him out. That was for 13 seasons. Bought the Panthers signing free agent goal defender Kevin Connaughton. And goalie Scott Darwin to PTO contracts. The only opt out this season we have so far, Casey Nelson out of Buffalo. Uh, the and you know about the free agent Mike Hoffman. Well, he's on a PTO with St. Louis. So Mike Hoffman, and from what I've been hearing, he may be sending a one year deal, one or two year deal, when the the funds are basically made available to him. And another trade involving the Ottawa Senators, the Senators acquiring Braden Colburn, Cedric Paquette, and a second rounder next year from Tampa Bay for Anders Nelson for the for the long-term injury reserve contracts to Anders Nelson and Marion Gabrick. You remember when Marion Gabrick was good? Yeah, me neither. No. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I thought he was good too. And again, the surgery for Hedrick Lundqvist that is set to be uh, to replace an aortic valve in the roof and ascending aorta in his heart. I don't know what the condition of it is. And remember how earlier I said that about the uh, signing from the Canadians wasn't the last one you'd be hearing. Well, here's another one because they signed Corey Perry to a one-year deal at 750k. Seth Jarvis from Carolina setting an entry level deal with Carolina, obviously. Derek Broussard signing in Arizona. And I cannot find the uh, monetary thing for that one. So I'll, if I find it, I'll get back to you on that. <clears throat> uh, it, it is a one year deal. I'll say that right now. Penguins signing. Uh, Jordan Nolan to a PTO. <clears throat> Alfin SCU signing with the Kings one year 
Uh, Calgary Flames signed goalie Garrett Sparks on the ECHL's Orlando Sun Bears to a PTO. The, the Panthers season hard time season ticket holders are 25% capacity for fans at the BBT Center for the season. It's like as if they had fans anyway. I was about to say, it's the Panthers. You're you're <laughs> I mean, assuming that they 20, have 25% even when things are normal. So yeah. I just I just read the news. I just read the news that, that is reported. <laughs> <laughs> so the Arizona Coyotes signing uh future defender Jordan Schmaltz so PTO. There's a lot of PTO deals in this. So Ethan Bear, a notable defensive for Edmonton this season. Resigning with them two years, two mil. Then the Buffalo Sabers are bringing agent, bringing uh, agent, free agent forward Riley Shahan to uh, PTO. And Jonathan Taze said that he may be out for some time due to an unknown injury, and I'm guessing because he may be tired out. That or I don't know what it is with Taze. Uh, Edmonton Taze is the man. Taze is good. Uh, uh, did you see the games that they're playing on Lake Tahoe? Oh yeah, that one. I'm about to get to that in a moment here. But um, what would the team go? Oh, yeah, I'll get to that in a bit. I'll get to that in a little bit because just still a crap ton. Um, the Oilers signing free agent for Devin Shore and defender Ryan Stanton to pro to PTO contracts. Uh, Jack Roslovic out of the Winnipeg Jets has requested a trade out of Winnipeg. Not hard to see why, because eh. it's Winnipeg. Really, really, so did Lane. Uh, Lane, I'll, yeah. he actually did address it. I'll get to it in a bit. Ridley Greek signing a free issue of a contract with the Senators. Canada killing Switzerland 10 nothing because that's always fun. You want to get to that final anytime soon? <laughs> Screw you, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's some. There's so many signings that's uh, that it's it's gonna take up a lot a lot more time to yeah. Uh, to get Why do you think I said what I said in the group chat? Yeah, I know, but you don't have to you know, to read off every single signing. It's news. <laughs> we need content. We already have enough. <laughs> so Team USA shocking the world last night. Being yeah, blah blah. Two to nothing up north. Uh, I mean, obviously, I was I was listening to uh, Spin Chicklets, and they were saying like the no fan factor is huge there because like yeah. if, if that was like a if there was like a, that barn was full of Canadians, it would have been pretty intense. Oh and, that, God. And, and that's just half of why Tanner's is unhappy this this week. Yeah, because of that because of that goddamn team photo by Team USA with the barrel. Scratch that. That's that's one third of why Tanner's unhappy this week. Um, uh, I, yeah, of, yeah, we'll get to that in the basketball. We'll get segment. to we'll get to hoop in a bit. Did you see uh, Dubois once out of Columbus? No, he resigned a new deal. He did. Today. Oh wow! So yeah, he that, did. He did. Was that, was that today or recently? That was recently. I gotta find it. I gotta yeah. skip past some of these because. Because like oh yeah, Vince Dunn resigning with St. Louis one year one point eight seven five. Then uh, there's a lot yeah Dubois two years five million per year. Dubois. Yeah. That's yeah. So there's your answer to that one. <laughs> um, 
There's so more. Don't worry. More. There, oh, there's oh, there's more. Hold on here. There is plenty more. Uh, I know the Bruins had interest in uh Kings defender Ben Hutton, but I don't know if that's anything from that's come to light. And the uh, Lake Tahoe thing. Bruins, Flyers, Avalanche, and Golden Knights are set to play at LA Tahoe in a February outdoor weekend showcase. This one will be on the uh, on the 16th to 18th holes of the golf course. The Bruins and Flyers will play on the February 21st, and Avalanche and Knights on February 20th. Where where is Lake Tahoe? That's on the Nevada California border. Oh wow! Okay. Let's hope that let's hope, <laughs> hope that it doesn't melt, especially with the freaking wildfires happening out there. If they're still going Seems on, if I'm not mistaken. I just wonder, like, if they're gonna put down like an artificial ice on top of it. No, they, well, they, make, they no, they make a full-on rank with it. They that's because like the preparation that goes into it is more complex than you think. Yeah. Because because I'm too much of a need to try to explain it. I'll just recommend you the How It's Made video. <laughs> <laughs> how to make a ring. Watch how it's made. <laughs> Discovery Channel always comes through when you need there it. There it is, yeah. Discovery it's Channel always comes in clutch. <laughs> the Minnesota Wild have hired Randy Sexton as the senior advisor to Bill Guerin. Um, just looking around here because there's a crap that I have to scroll through. Uh, Isaac Radcliffe and the Flyers missing training camp for four weeks due to a fractured rib. Uh, the Predators signing Yannick Weber to PTO. Uh, former Bruin player, you may know him, Brendan Gantz, signing with the Vaxxo Lakers of the Swedish Hockey League. Can't say yeah. I know. Yeah, we're getting, yeah, we're getting Swedish hockey news today, too. Sweden. Davis <clears throat> Hamannick going to the Vancouver Canucks <clears throat> as well, but that one's also a PTO. And the Minnesota Wild also have a new captain. Jared Spurgeon. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting because, like, Parise, you would think it would be him, but he's been there yeah. long. Yeah, but here's like, and this one, this signing is stupid because I'm going to ask you, Jim Rutherford, JR in Pittsburgh, what the hell are you doing? I mean, come on, John Marino is a good defenseman. Like, he's up and coming, he's in his like, early, very early 20s. But you signed him to a six year deal. At $4.4 million per year. Keep in mind this kid's 21-22. I just realized that uh, that Parise and Suter still have five years left on their contracts. <laughs> I have and it is wildly and it is is very possible that uh, they're that they might be that if they bought don't out. keep up their production, they might be bought out. Uh, no, Suda's uh, been but... good. It's just Parise that's been an issue. Suda's been all right. Suda's been putting up the, the numbers. But good on you, Suda. Parise, don't get bought out of your contract. Make, yeah. Minis- make Minnesota uh, actually a good uh, hockey team since I don't know when the North Stars were good. <laughs> So for the training camp for the Leafs, and I'm just going to – and this is what I'm not happy about for the Leafs. This is coming out of the training camp, and they were just doing it because they're changing the lineups day by day just to see what works. On the first line for what the scrimmage that they did, it was Matthews, Marner, and Joe Fortin. 
Jojo. Jojo. On the first line. You know, that, that definitely sounds like a, a Toronto move right there. Freaking Sheldon Keith, what are you doing, man? He's trying uh, he's trying to tank. <laughs> Shut I don't know what in the hell he's doing. Well, Sean keeps the coach, so and Kyle does the journey. Yeah. So don't strong resign with Chicago, two years, three million per. And we got some waivers. We got some waivers to talk about. And we got actually get AHL fan to talk about too. So the AHL, uh, three more teams, three teams have opted out. The Charlotte Checkers, the Milwaukee Admirals, and the Springfield Thunderbirds from Springfield, Mass, mind you. Um, they've opted out. It's and Springfield's NHL team is St. Louis. So it's interesting that Springfield's Mass's team is St. Louis. And how uh, and why our uh, and why, and why our, our team's in Providence? No, no, no. The AHL's uh, yeah. The AHL team's in Providence. The Sales and Sharks had their team in Worcester at one point. Interesting. Which, is, which now there's an ECHL team. Uh, and Worcester, the uh, the Railers. Yeah. And you got the Springfield Thunderbirds. Teams, they always have it like kind of near their pro club. I don't know who the ECHL team for Worcester is. I have to look at that, or somebody want to look that up for me? <clears throat> um, Tanner. Yeah. Uh, I actually got some news that the Province Bruins will actually be playing in Marlboro, Massachusetts this year. Marlboro. Marble, yeah. Massachusetts. They're kind of gonna make like a bubble, aren't they? Um, I'm gonna try to confirm that. I don't know because I haven't heard anything on that. Worcester Jesus. Railers are the ACHL team for the Islanders. Yeah, uh, that those those rumors don't appear to be true. Huh. Um. Actually, no. Never mind. Never mind. You're right. You're right. That, right, Tanner, that, that is correct. Are, That's correct. That is correct. About to be a... I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. That's my fault. I didn't see it. Um. So five minutes. Okay. Uh, Matt Martin resigning with the Islanders. He was four years at one point five per year. Um. The naming rights to the divisions for the NHL have been sold off. Mass Mutual will represent the East division sponsor. Honda for the West Division, Discover for the Central, and Scotia, which is a bank, for the North Division. Carl Wilson from the Avalanche retiring at, at the age of 31. And this was because of his battles with mental health and his OCD diagnosis. So hope he gets better. Uh, the Kraken announcing the hiring of a new assistant GM and Jason Morrow and Norman Massive. Hooray! Bu- uh, Buffalo yeah. has a lot to say about uh, Botterill. Yeah, because, well, the obvious, the MVPs for, you know, the World Juniors, Stutzel for the best forward, Topi Nimala out of Finland as best defender, and Canadian netminder Devon Levy, which I'm very happy about to see that one. Look, and Oliver Bjorkstrand. Five years, $5.4 million per year with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Luke Union is closing on a new contract with Nashville. And finally, Zemgis Gergensen 
has undergone surgery for a torn hamstring, suffered during camp, and he'll be out for six months. And finally, unless some BS comes up, I'm done with the hawking. Nope, never mind. There's another one. (laughs) There's one more. That little Kyogen thing I was just talking about a second ago. Two years, $2.3 million per year with Nashville. Now we're done with the hockey news. <laughs> there were so many. There was so much news this week that I feel like I'm going to die. You don't need to, to rattle off every single signing. <laughs> I doubt we're going to do that for uh, NFL free agency. Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> Because uh, I'm crazy like that, okay? You don't know my mindset. Maybe, but uh, maybe, but <laughs> like if Barcavius Mingo goes to a, a new uh, team in the offseason, I doubt uh, that's going to uh, be something that people are going to, oh, wait, Barcavius went to a new team. <laughs> so we're going to be talking some hoops. Obviously, the Celtics seeded off against the Bucks with Tatum's great game, winning off the bank with Giannis, and then. They had a great win on – they got spanked on Christmas to the Nets. But the Celtics have kind of been pretty good this season. They've showed some great young guys. Pritchard's been amazing. He's been a great find from Oregon. And then they lost to the, uh, to the freaking Pistons. Yeah. I know. By, by three points. It's, it's weird because they do those back-to-backs now because I don't want them to travel. So, like, they played that game in Indiana, which they should have won, but then came back and won the next day. And then the same thing happened in uh, – Happened in Detroit as well. So, I mean, it's been very interesting. I mean, so Steph Curry the other day lit it up for 62 points. He heard all the criticism. Heard all the criticism that he can't shoot. He doesn't have anymore. So, he came out and just showed you that he still does. Yep. Hopefully, the Warriors are start. maybe to come back. But hard to say because, you know, Clay Thompson's out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, They need also some better play from Oubre and Wiggins. But, well, I mean, if. If Looney can, it's like an absolute steal. That kid's gonna be huge for them. If Looney can and continue can come in as and and continue uh, being not that bad of an option, then yeah, exactly. maybe the Warriors can. Yeah, how is that uh, first overall pick doing in Golden State? Wiseman, man, he's good. He runs the floor really good. And he fits their style really well. He were the Warriors at first, or was that the? Um... I thought it was the T Wolves that had. Uh, the, I, don't, I don't know how that kid's doing. I don't watch a lot of Timberwolves basketball. Yeah, I haven't heard of him either. <laughs> it's Minnesota. No one cares about uh, basketball up there. Well, except about- for Carl Anthony Town. That is, yeah, Carl yeah, Anthony is. They got Captain D'Lo. Yeah. Captain D'Lo. But um, there's also been a few injuries. John Moran, uh, ran rookie of the year, came down, big ankle sprain, out for like three to five weeks, probably closer yeah. now. You had a Kawhi Leonard injury that saw the Clippers get spanked by Dallas. Yeah, the biggest halftime lead in NBA history. Um, oh, my God. That was embarrassing. I would be so how embarrassed do you, to a Clippers fan. How do you end up down at uh, down 50 at halftime? <laughs> you wound up losing it's, at 51. It was like watching that, uh, that New Orleans playoff game in back in, like, 2010 where they doubled up the – uh, where they uh, doubled up their opponent, I think it was Denver, uh, uh, deep into the fourth quarter. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
There's also uh, Spencer Dinwiddie of the Nets, tor- partially torn ACL, going to miss the rest of the year. That um, sucks. So, I mean, it's just tough because, like, you know, there's teams that played in the bubble and teams that didn't, so teams have had longer breaks, some haven't. But, I mean, it's been good. I'm glad the NBA is going. It's good to see it. And I think their traveling system's pretty good with the back-to-backs. But similar kind of approach to what the NHL is doing, limiting the travel. Um, so we're going to move over to the diving. We actually finally had some hot stove action. Uh, I forgot to mention it last week, the Sox signed Hunter Renfro, not the wide receiver, but the hitter and former Tampa Bay Ray. He uh, did well in San Diego before coming to Tampa Bay and did very well in the World Series. Uh, he's a great power bat, can be a utility outfielder. The Sox are also interested in a long list of names. So, I mean, they're interested in nearly like every free agent from Yasiel Puig to Corey Kluber. Kike Hernandez, I mean, if the list keeps going. Uh, but the Padres made two big trades. Uh, they traded for two aces uh, from two different clubs, obviously. The Chicago Cubs gave up Hugh Darvish. They didn't really get much in return, but they kind of didn't want to extend him later down the road. And we all remember how Blake Snell was mad leaving the mound after the early pull from Kevin Cash. And now he's heading out west to San Diego to join Chris Paddock. And the Sorry, stats pitching core. Yeah, right. And they have Clevenger, who remember they traded for for a run last year, but he has Tommy John. So think about it. In two years, they could potentially have a rotation of Clevenger, Paddock, Snell, you Darvish, and then a great number five. Oh um, my god! Really trying to. Uh, but the thing is, it's like crazy to think that they make all these moves and they're not even the best team in their division, guaranteed. Because you still have the legit. Because you still have the Dodgers in there. So, I mean, it's very interesting. So, that yeah. was, uh, was still going. So, I mean, I just also want to make a note. The Red Sox signed the first uh, African-American woman as a coach. Bianca she, Smith. Uh, she's going to be a minor league hitting assistant. Uh, yeah. And here's a problem, like, in that scene. Like, I've seen so many people, you know, like, Basically criticizing the out of the situation. It's like, like why? <laughs> like, what's the problem? Like, it's you're you're talking about a history making thing, and yet you're just here, and that just just shows fingers up there, and it's and you're just and, you're, and like they're and you're just bashing Why? There's nothing wrong with this. Stop. Have a very uh, racially known past. They had to change Yaki Way because of the racist owner, Tom Yaki. Yeah, like, Jer- like Jersey. They also were the last team to ever have an African-American player on their team. And they also had a chance to acquire Jackie Robinson before he went to Brooklyn, but they didn't do it based on his skin color, which is insane. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's... Like I guess they're trying to better their image is what it is. Pure, that's a pure example of looking at skin color over helping your team, you know. So, yeah. I mean, it's sad to see. But, you know, I'm glad they're the first team to do this, and hopefully it's a step in the right direction, not just for African-Americans, but for women as well in baseball. But Sox, oh, yeah, definitely. But Sox fans, stop crying. As Tom, yeah, right. as Tom Hanks says, there's no crying in baseball. It's not like he's going to – Exactly. Like in the dugout at Fenway, she's a minor league assistant. You're never going to – 
like, let's be honest. Like, you're not, there's not going to be fans like looking, oh, how did she coach today with the Paw Sox or the, the Woo Sox or, you know, like, or the Spinners? Like, there's not going to be a follow, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, I don't know why people are bashing this. Exactly. I don't yeah. know either, but I think but it's, it's just stupid. It, it, it's like, why? It's like, why even bother bashing it? Like, when there's you, really no they, reason to. They're just trying to, like, Boston, I feel like, is trying to, like, you know, fix up their reputation a little bit. Like, just trying to make themselves better. Yeah, so, I mean, Man. I mean, and then they also have the Adam Jones stuff from a few years ago where he was called racial slurs, and so, I mean, you know. Uh, and the, uh, yeah, it, yeah, there was, a, it, yeah, Boston sports fans that uh, have had a history of, I've had a recent history yeah. of racism. Current fans are yeah. pretty, they're pretty tough to admit they're racially found past, but I mean it is what it is. I mean all we yeah. can do is all we can do is improve for the future. So yep. Um, just a good note there. Glad the Sox did that, and I'm really looking forward to watching some Padres even more than I did last year with Tatis and Machado and now the pitching staff. So hopefully yeah. Tatis won't have to uh, apologize for breaking any unwritten rules. So dumb. So Tatis is the man. Like that's like, he's exactly what baseball needs. It's ridiculous. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad there's finally being some moves done on the diamond. So yeah, finally because been do for like what a bump. Yeah, it's been very slow, but yeah, it's been. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know, but um. Let's just end up with let's just end the, this long episode with some predictions. Uh, we already did some NFL predictions, but we're gonna have the uh, college football championship in between episodes. So let's get who do we think is gonna take Alabama? Yeah, Alabama. Everyone's rolling Bama. All right, let's go. Yeah. Right. Well, well, Roll uh, tide. Okay, so actually, I'll, how about we do like some NHL standings predictions? Uh, let's just let's save that for when the season starts with that. Yeah, Olympics. which will be next week, but because we're doing this, I think next Wednesday. I think you hockeyed out the listeners. The ice is so yeah, nice. yeah. Next, yeah, next week for the <laughs> hockey part, we're just gonna do predict. We'll just do. Yeah, I'm definitely down to do that. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah, yeah. We'll just do that next week. So uh, this, there's been a lot of hockey already. That I just have any uh, like other events or sporting stuff you want to get in here before we wrap up. Well, other, than, um, other than my charity event on Friday, which Jocelyn knows about. Yeah, tell um, you. Can do, go feel ahead. free to. So, yeah, I'll explain a little bit. So, Friday, the charity event and the BSU game day will be happening. And I'll be providing, I'll be posting on the on the socials, like on BSU Mobile. I'll be sending the stuff to Jesse to post on the on the brand new Instagram of the Comments Sports Podcast. So, I'd like Jesse shout out along with the Twitter. <laughs> um. So basically, the event will be all the uh, proceeds will be going to Boston Children's Hospital to support, you know, the needs during the uh, pandemic and all that. Because you know, it's hard on everyone. So it's a good way to start the year. So is that is that gonna be virtual or is that in person? That's gonna be virtual. It's gonna be on yeah, the uh, nice. Discord. Nice, nice, nice. Um. So, so yeah. Jesse, would you like to go ahead and shout out the uh, the new socials? Yeah, so we uh, finally have been pumping out Twitter and Instagram, and we're going to be working on Facebook eventually, but we're going to just be posting content, asking for questions, what you guys want to talk about, what you guys want to hear. Um, so give it a shout out on Instagram, BSU Common Sports Pod. Um, it's all on there. It's also on the Twitter as well. Um, ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask like what you want to hear on the weekly episodes and stuff. So, I mean – 
We cover any sports. We also cover our own BSU athletes. It's just tough right now with no college sports obviously going on at the yeah. deep level. And obviously we're on winter break. So let's just, yeah. uh, I mean, I'll mean, pick up in the spring when hopefully they play football and stuff. So we'll see. But uh, is there anything else you guys want to throw in here before we wrap up? Um, yeah, no, I just no, wanted to say yeah. this like during the, like the basketball segment that um, there, there are, there were like a couple of scoring explosions, like with the Celtics. So like, um, there was the game against the Grizzlies, where Jalen yeah. Brown scored forty-two points in three quarters. Career high, right? Damn. Yeah, I believe so. And that's a lot. Didn't even play. And, and then Jace, like um, Jason Tatum, I believe hit the game-winning shot the second time. Yeah, against the Pistons, and then on this past no, not no, not a game winning against the wait. Against he, the he had like a shot game. within like five seconds left to get them the win or something. Oh, it wasn't as dramatic as the box one. It was kind of a jumper. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That one was more it wasn't like it wasn't like Luke Luka Doncic step back <laughs> and against the Clippers. Sank. Oh yeah, no. Exactly. <laughs> and, and then uh, Jason Tatum. Also scored like forty points um, against the Raptors on yeah. Monday. Tanner, yeah. you're not happy about that mm. one. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. God damn it! I was waiting to go whole episode without that. God damn it! So Tanner's loss, his country's lost the hockey game, and then his basketball team, or his Florida basketball team, I should say. <laughs> Lost to the seas, so I mean that's tough. Um, yeah, sorry, you had to outsource your. your team doesn't to... look good, man. Siakam's <laughs> looking a little out of shape. But, I yeah. lost my mind at this point. Uh, I think Tatum and Brown are like one of the best young duos in the league. I mean, literally statistically, that backs up this year. Is they like they're one and they're both in the top five in scoring, I believe. And we get kept. We get Kemba back, and, exactly. and we're kind of uh, golden. A lot of people are forgetting that like, we don't even have Kemba because I think T's been playing really good, and Pritchard's been playing really good. So, yeah, and and we also already had um season just started, and we already had a second over uh two overtime game. Yeah, exactly. Already? Yeah, yeah it was the uh, I believe it was the December twenty sixth. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but um. There was a Cavs Pistons game, which mm-hmm. went into second overtime, in which the Cavs won. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck is going with the Cavs? They've been getting really good lately. Yes, they really uh, didn't need this... LeBron. Yeah, Sexton, there it is. Uh, they, got, they got Drummond, who's always been solid, but. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's good to just have all these sports kind of coming back and giving us. Yeah, fun. thank God the hockey's coming back next week. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad for that. We got classes coming up in a few weeks here, so we'll be able to get a few more episodes in and uh, just hope everyone enjoyed their break and stay safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three weeks ago for three weeks ago until the uh, you know season starts up again. I mean, it's all semester. semester starts up again, sorry. Spring semester. Yeah. Well, all right, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, have a good one. Yep, have a great week.